Welcome to an episode of the History Podcast. So today we're going to be talking about the outcomes of period three, from 1754 to the 1800s. My name is Rosario Rodriguez, and today I'm here with Lily Ear and Andrea Cadenas. These past two weeks, we've been studying about the events that happened during the Seven Year War and found several primary sources to enhance our understanding of this time in history. All right. Let's get into it. So, Andrea, what do you have to say about the French and Indian War? Could you explain to our listeners what it was? Of course, Rosario. So, the French and Indian War was the North American conflict, large imperial war between Great Britain and France, also known as the Seven Years' War. It was caused by the, the infiltration of the English onto French lands. Most natives supported the French. However, Great Britain eventually won the war and the French were forced to leave North America. Conflicts between natives and American colonists arose when colonists tried to expand onto their lands. Lily, could you give us an example of a conflict between natives and colonists? Yeah, after the conclusion of the French and Indian War in 1763, Chef Pontiac led a loosely united group of American Indian tribes against the British in a series of attacks referred to a referred to as Pontiac's Rebellion from 1763 through 1766. What did the British do in response to these conflicts? Well, the British in response established the proclamation line of 1763 and the colonists couldn't pass it. Now let's get into 1763 to 1776. Lily, what effects did the French and Indian War have? The French and Indian War extremely changed the relationship between colonists and the British. After the war, the days of solitary neglect were over because Great Britain was left in huge debt. And so they passed a series of acts such as the Sugar Act, Stamp Act, Townshed Act, and the Quartering Act in order to pay off the war. Colonists didn't like the idea and resisted control with the Stamp Act Congress. Committees of Correspondence at and the First Continental Congress, there was colonial unity against Britain between the elites and everyday people. So this unity that you're talking about, does that mean that the colonists wanted to become independent from Britain? No, up until 1776, colonists didn't want to separate from Britain. They simply wanted to go back to the days of salutary neglect. Oh, okay. So when did they write the Declaration of Independence? Well, in January 1776, Thomas Paine wrote a pamphlet called Common Sense, urging Americans to rise in opposition to the British government and establish a new government based on Enlightenment ideals. The Declaration of Independence was a list of problems against King George III. It explained why they wanted to break away. Besides Common Sense, the Declaration was also inspired by other Enlightenment thinkers such as John Locke, who promoted natural rights such as liberty, life, and property. (laughs) What's an event that led up to the Revolutionary War? An event that led up to the war was the Boston Massacre. A violent colonial resident in 1770 where 
British soldiers opened fire on a mob of colonists, killing five men. Why did the colonists win the Revolutionary War? The reason why colonists were able to win was because they were familiar with the land where they were fighting on. They had a good military leadership under people like George Washington, and they had strong beliefs. They also received foreign aid from France. What were the Articles of Confederation? During the war, the Articles of Confederation were developed because the people feared of there being a centralized power. The Articles consisted a weak central government. They couldn't tax. There was no executive branch, and the most of power was left to the states. What was the Northwest Land Ordinance? The Northwest Ordinance of 1787 was passed by the U.S. government under the Articles of Confederation to create the Northwest Territory out of land gained by Great Britain. It was important because it established the precedent by which new states could become part of the Union. It also banned slavery in Northwest Territory in states such as Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, and Wisconsin. What impacts did the Declaration of Independence and the American Revolutionary War have on other countries? From what history can tell us is that these two events influenced revolutions in France, Haiti, and Latin America. I have a question that our listeners might want to answer. What was the Constitutional Convention? The Constitutional Convention was the gathering that drafted the Constitution of the United States in 1787. All states were invited to send delegates. The convention, meeting in Philadelphia, designed a government with separate legislative, executive, and judicial branches. Could you give us more information about the Constitution? Yeah, for sure. The Constitution was based on lots of compromises, such as the Great Compromise, the Three-Fifths Compromise, and the Slave Trade Compromise. It was also ratified after Federalist Promise and Anti-Federalist, a Bill of Rights would be added. Of the 55 delegates attending the Constitutional Convention, 39 signed and three delegates dissented. Two of America's founding fathers didn't sign the Constitution. Thomas Jefferson was representing his country in France, and John Adams was doing the same, but in Great Britain. Lily, what were some obstacles to the new government under the Constitution? There were some navigation issues on the Mississippi River. Spain would not allow the U.S. to have access to it, even though the U.S. needed to access the river in order to ship products. However, in 1795, Spain signed Pinckney's Treaty and gave the U.S. the right to navigate through the river. Relationships with natives were also kind of tough due to land issues. What was Washington's farewell address? The farewell address was a letter written by George Washington as a goodbye to friends and fellow citizens. He warned the people about joining foreign alliances and political parties. However, political parties such as the Federalists and the Republicans were still formed. Could someone explain to me what was Republican motherhood and how it helped define the role of women during this time period? Women were expected to teach the children of Republican ideas such as liberty and natural rights.
This helped to improve the education for many women because they had the important role of educating their children. Okay, so before we leave, some test tips that could come in handy when answering multiple choice questions or short answer questions are know what the French and Indian War was and what was what were the impacts of it? Know what Thomas Paine's common sense is and about and how it influenced the Declaration of Independence. Be able to explain the reasons why the colonists were able to win the war. Know what the Articles of Confederation were and how the Constitution was ratified. It's very important to remember what Washington warned the people about in his farewell address and have some knowledge about Republican motherhood. Lastly, a possible short answer question about this period that could come up is analyze how the Revolutionary War was a turning point in colonial history. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Goodbye and good luck with A-Push.